me tell you a story. Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan the Skeptical One. I'm Aaron the Believer. Is that a weird planchette <laughs> on your <laughs> uh, blanket rack? It, it looks like it has eyeballs. It is an owl made by my child when they were in fourth grade. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to search for an owl. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm not, folded over. Listen, it's fine. Listen, if it you looks could, a lot like a planchette. If you could see that one, but it's folded over the other way that my other child made, oh. <laughs> you would notice. You would oh. see it with an owl. Oh, okay. But one of them is just um, more... Uh, abstract. 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 Yes, art teacher. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Okay. Well, I may or may not post a picture of it. Okay. Very planchette-like. It does look a little like a planchette with eyes. Yep. Yep. Kind of uh, cute. But because I'm afraid of them, it's an owl. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> In fact, that child would probably be honored that you thought it was a planchette. That's true. So. <laughs> that is true. That is your uh, very spiritual. That's right. Yes. At first, before we do anything else, I need to know, have has anyone slid into your DM other than Melissa? Yeah. Okay. Has anybody guessed it right? No. <gasps> but. I want to know no, some so, of the guesses. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, Aaron, or well, last week, we t- Aaron brought up the fact that Jack and I take awkward family photos, and we gave some clues. Uh, I think it was, I was camouflaged. Jack was a very recognizable character. Yeah. While no one has gotten it right. They keep guessing things that I wish it were. <laughs> like, I thought we had a good thing going, and then I'm reading some of these guesses, and I'm like, oh, now that would have been hilarious. I could have done that one. Yeah, Melissa slid into both of our DMs, so yeah. I saw that one, and that should definitely be one someday. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even want to say what they are. Like, oh, okay. Angie's was a great one that I was like, I could put that in the bank for sure. Oh, man, I really want to know, but know. don't tell me on here. Tell me I afterwards. won't tell you on here in case we could do this all over again. <laughs> and then only Angie can guess. And I will definitely send Angie a card if I end up using oh, her idea. Good. Send a card to anybody who used their idea. If I use their idea, they get a card. Perfect. Oh, that could be kind of fun. Yeah. Send me an idea for awkward family photos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah, but no, not yet. No one's guessed it yet. Okay, very cool. Well, I I don't have any contests or weird things like this to mm-hmm. give you updates on. Okay. Although, if you're listening today, the day it comes out, you have three days to join our Patreon before the window yeah. closes in order to get, get those the earrings. earrings. Uh, getting the chance to win the earrings. We're yeah, not giving if you them. don't join, you have no chance. Yeah, your chance is zero. zero. It's mm-hmm. like that beautiful old wise tale about the man who's like i just want to win the lottery yeah and then god finally said they had to buy a ticket ticket. you got it you got to put in some effort yeah yeah. so anyways Mm -hmm. um i do have some updates remember when um somebody tried to take me uh by (laughs) by putting a note on my car and i thought i was being kidnapped oh yes but really they're just calling you an asshole yeah okay a dash dash hole Uh uh uh-huh yeah i think I think older people in general are out to get me right now. I almost got taken again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love how when you almost get taken, it's just because someone leaves you a note because nope. you did something wrong. This one was more aggressive. Really tried to take you? Oh, tell us everything. Okay. Uh, I was visiting somebody at the hospital, and I got in the elevator to okay. go home. And now, listen, I'm not Miss Style. I don't, I don't know how to do my hair. Oh, I don't know how to do dial. I thought you said Miss Dial. I was like, this is a new term. I don't know what it means. <laughs> no, I'm not like the fashion trend setter. Yeah. Nobody, we've never claimed to be. I will often just clip my hair back because it will get down in my face and oh. whatever. 
This was after a long day. I had been working all day and I, my hair had been pinned back. Plus okay. sometimes when I curl my hair and then I pin it back, my curls look better on that side if I just pin it back a little bit. And also, who gives a like right. fit? I'm just starting. I'm now feeling very, very self-conscious about uh-huh. this hairstyle. So anyways, I get in the elevator okay. and then the next floor down, somebody joins me Okay. and um, they said something and like pleasantries, but I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll talk to you in this elevator. Not my plan, but sure, we'll talk. <laughs> and then she goes, are you growing your bangs out? And I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, are you growing your bangs out? Oh and I my said, gosh. no, I'm not. And she goes, oh, and then she took a big step towards me with her hand no, she outstretched. Did not. Like she was about to caress my face. No, she did not. I'm telling you, this woman was old, but not so old that like she shouldn't, she, she, shouldn't, she should still know she better. She should have known better. I was like, oh, like before I could react, like we all know, fight, fight, freeze. I freeze every time. Yeah. I'm a frozen statue right now thinking oh this woman's going to take me in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel as though you might overreact. Oh, <laughs> I was very startled. Oh my gosh! I don't. And and why do so many people want to take? I don't know. I'm so cute. <laughs> you are so cute. You'd be even cuter if you you let your bangs grow oh, out. No, I know. I don't know if she was going to take the clip out. I don't know what it was. Oh I don't know what gosh. she was going to yeah, do. What was she doing? I have no idea. I maybe kiss me. She was coming in hot. Oh, I was like, huh. and what did you do? I like was totally frozen. And then thankfully, on the next floor down, the doors open, and this cute little woman gets on. And she's speaking Spanish and she's like, oh, and she's on the phone and then she gets off the phone and then she says, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, oh like, my gosh, are you going your bangs out? It's Thanksgiving <laughs> and we're talking. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. You just saved me from this oh scary old woman. Gosh. I don't know what she's going to do. But wait, so like as she's coming like towards you, then the doors open. Yes. And as soon as the doors open, she puts her hand down real fast. Oh, what was she going to do, Erin? I don't know. Oh, I'll I w- never know. I want to know so bad. I followed that little woman. Not the scary woman, the little nice woman, because I'm like, you're my witness. You stay with me. Strange. Does she seem scary at all or just uh, like really rude? (laughs) Just Um, just sounds really rude. She just seemed like somebody who does not understand boundaries or social norms. Oh, okay. Not like there was anything that was prohibiting her from knowing this, but just like she's lived her whole life being very brazen and like, I will touch a stranger's face. Yeah, don't do that. In a hospital. No. On the elevator. Oh, my gosh. That's like the worst place to touch somebody. It was awful. (laughs) A lot of bad places to touch people, but that's a pretty bad one. It was not fun. Oh, my gosh. And then I've got a story. I didn't think I was going to be taken tonight, but I felt attacked by another old person. Wow. You ready? Okay. What what kind of energy are you putting out there? I don't know. Old person was aggressive to say because he was probably our dad's age, which is not a young chicken. Okay. But he was older. Okay. I'd say mid-70s. Yeah, yeah, and he okay. looked like just like a normal guy in his seventies. Okay, I went to yoga today. Kevin, and I just joined a gym. Nice, and this guy definitely knew what he was doing, but he wasn't like a yogi. Like, I mean, he didn't look like particularly like oh, like go- that's a seventy-year-old yoga man, you right? Know, like he, that guy. Yeah, he was right next to me, and he was doing the moves, and like you could tell he had been to some classes because he didn't hesitate when she would say something. Okay, I have not been to a. Sure. Group class. Take you a minute. Since uh, pre-COVID. Good for you, though, for getting back into it. Um, there are mirrors everywhere, and I did not realize how oh, much of gosh, a roly-poly I looked like. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, this is not a sympathy. I just was very rounder than I had expected to see me <laughs> just kind of do. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I look so silly. Uh, it was fine. I did all the moves, and it was great. But at one point, she said, okay, 
And now you're going to uh, lay back and invert yourself however you want, which I didn't know what yeah, that meant. Uh, yeah. And- <laughs> well, I feel like I should do that in private. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to do it the way I'd like, I need to be alone for this one, I think. <laughs> so I look... I look through the mirror, like, so I can see what she's doing up there in the front of the class. And she's just like, Aaron, you're not supposed to look at people when they invert themselves. <laughs> she's leaning back, like, with her legs up in the air and yeah. her, like, her bottom lifted, sure. you know. I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can kind of sort of do this. But at right. this point, I'd already gone 35 minutes. I was kind of like, I might just lay here. We're yeah. about to do Shabbat Kanasada, and that sounds Ooh, the best way kind. better. So I'm like, ah, I might just lay here. I'm telling you, it was silent in this room. Mm-hmm. I looked to my left to see what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then seconds of quietness pass. I looked to my right. This 78-year-old man mm-hmm. is standing on his head in the most perfect headstand I've ever what? seen in my entire life. <laughs> straight as a beam, just on his head. Yeah, that's an aggressive attack. For a solid two minutes. What in the world? It was the most startling thing I've ever seen in yoga. I went, oh, oh. And then I was like, oh, don't giggle. Please don't giggle. So I'm just laying there like, okay. So glad I was not there. It was amazing. It was so impressive. Yeah. As soon as it was over, I was like, I, that was incredible. I need your autograph. That was so cool. And he was like, you know, I learned to do it when I was in second grade and I've been doing them ever since. I just think they're so that fun. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> in the second grade, he learned how to do handstands. Oh my god, Or headstands. And he's just never given them up. Yeah. He's just like, they're fun. That of course the I'll do them. the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. When was he aggressive? Just the hand- just the fact that he could just do it. Just the fact he so could do it. That's, yeah, I would feel attacked that way too. It was <laughs> so quiet. Why do you have to show off like that, dude? I just need you to picture me round as a button <laughs> with these little tiny arms and legs trying my best and he's like and he's doing a handstand <laughs> oh my gosh that's a great visual amazing and humiliating and it i was really, really feels impressed. like it's a cartoon or like a meme the perfect like little <laughs> yes. oh, it was really a night of self-reflection so cute oh, i love it one point i bent down like um like my legs are like a triangle kind of or they're okay. you know spread out and i lean down like my hands are on the mat and i look down between my legs because she told me to she's like now mm-hmm. look down like, rest your head and i open my eyes and there's a mirror directly behind me. Oh. And how, wow, that is an image. That was <laughs> such an image. I was like, oh, wow. I really just feel like, why do we need so many mirrors in the I yoga know. room? Uh, for real. Oh. I just really feel like I, maybe before I go back, I could use a pedicure. That would make me feel a little okay, bit better about okay. myself. There are and some things in control. mirrors. I'll just go further in the corner away yeah. from the mirrors. You just like bring your own little curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I almost don't care what I look like to the other people. Uh, I just don't want to see yeah, it. Yeah, to yourself. Oh, always. <sighs> My well, gosh. listen, whenever, I mean, that's just kind of how I live life. <laughs> like, trust me, in my mind's eye, I am hot as shit. I, I walk past a mirror and I'm like, I'm oh, you. damn. Yeah, I'll, I haven't looked in that mirror in a while. I like walk with such confidence, like, yeah, I'm killing <laughs> it. And then I see like full body shot or a picture. I'm like, oh, oh wow. Okay, okay, okay. That, is okay. that was different. Saying. That's different than what I had in my mind's eye. <laughs> okay, okay. Because when I walked in the room and everybody stared at me, I thought for sure, I was like, yeah. damn, she looks fabulous. Oh, look at her. 
part. Yeah. And maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Until I see that picture of myself or that mirror flash by. And I'm like, okay, not quite as good as I had in my mind. Yeah. I've just always really prided myself on my legs. And I got to tell you, my legs are not where they were. Oh, but you still have good legs. I got to get them back. I saw them on Saturday on the the wedding. You didn't see me bent over. You did not see me bent over this way. Aaron Taylor. (laughs) You're, that is true. <laughs> no, you're right. But we weren't talking about your bottom side. Well, Although, I like big butts. I cannot lie. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. Uh, but your legs are hot, girl. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah. they're, mm, I, I D- could But nothing. The- they are hot. Okay, thank I you. saw them thank on you, Saturday. And I was like, damn, her legs always look so good. That's the thought that went through my mind. You know what this is. This is why we always think we look so good. <laughs> Pump each other up so big. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? I, I'm kind of, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's I don't really true. care about anybody else's opinion but yours. Aw, that's true. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, <laughs> if you don't think I'm hot, keep your mouth shut. All I care about is what Aaron has to say. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cute. I hope everybody feels that way about how what to I somebody. need to say. Oh, yes. Well, let me tell you, Aaron <laughs> thinks everybody's hot. So. I do. I do. I really. Yeah, you should really only care about people it's hard who to rain think it in you're sometimes. hot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't give any time or credit to those haters who cares about them that's right just focus in on the people who really make you feel good about yourself and and somebody have like an artificial inflated view and somebody (laughs) can pop up in a headstand like a quiet ninja in the night you just good for them and that's fine and that doesn't mean anything about yourself (laughs) (laughs) although i do feel like it was a bit extreme i know then we ended up talking on the way out me him and his wife and they're adorable yeah yeah, so really, he just enjoys it. Yeah, his wife and used the to... attention he gets from it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, he should. His yeah. wife used to teach Jack Harlow when he was in high school. Oh, well, good for her. I, mean, I think I'm going to spill some tea here. Yeah, go ahead. What else? She said. Uh, well, actually, he was telling the story. He said, "You know, uh, Jack Harlow from went to your school, went to the school that I teach at now." And he said, uh, "When he was in high school, he tried to perform at a talent show. My wife wouldn't let him because he was too provocative." Oh. <laughs> She was like, well, he tried to do a Fergalicious song and it was a little risque. And I said, no, clean it up and you can. And he wouldn't. So he didn't get to perform. (laughs) Good for you. I like how she's still convicted. Yeah. She's like, like, she's like, uh, you could tell he's told this story so many times. And she's like, I don't care. Yeah. I still, I would still say no. Yep. I still feel the way I feel. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my night. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Are you ready for some good spooky stories? Ooh, I'm ready. All right. Okay, so I am going to start us out tonight with a story from Shelby. All right. Hello, Shelby. And it was sent using our website, which I always love. Extra bonus points. It says, hello, lovelies. How goes it? Eh, Fair to Midland. (laughs) You're so cool. So I'm just going to dive on into this story. We ain't got time for small talk. Oh, see, I think Shelby would enjoy my Fair to Midland. Yeah. And also, okay. Shelby, we don't have time for small talk. I know, talk. I was like, has she what ever listened to our podcast? are you listening to? <laughs> all we do is small talk. That's about it. It's all we got. Every once in a while, we throw in a ghost story, but overall. Right. And that's just to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> so the second weekend in November 2023, Pat informed me a friend of his is going through a rough patch with his wife. Newsflash, honey. She's toxic AF. Ooh, Ooh we get the, tea. get the tea on that one. He's also more Pat's friend, but I do like the guy. So I told Pat, well, I don't have D&D tonight. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Shelby, you and my husband should date. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. I just felt like they'd be so cute together. (laughs) D&D and 
But Shelby's in the gaming. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I don't have D&D tonight, so if he'd like my advice, I'm happy to give it to him. Pat asked me if I'd draw cards for him, and since I need the practice, I said sure. So I get home and get the coffee table set for the reading. Tarot reading. I guess I should have said that. As soon as the friend gets here, my body feels just off. Hmm. Almost like when you have too much energy and you don't know what to do with it. I told I've never felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm always just searching for the energy. It's been it's been a good twenty years, so yeah, at least, I felt like I've had least. too much energy. I told him and Pat to hang out because I felt I needed to go make a candle for this reading. Like make a candle, do you think? Yeah, like what you you just, just got like, like a wax like factory on the spot, in the back? I'm going to go di- candle dipping. Like, just give me two minutes, honey. I got to go make a candle. That's amazing. I would love to see. I bet Shelby really does. I bet like she that. does. Shelby's a jack of all trades. But where do you get your wax from? The beehive? The bees. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh. Shelby's like, yeah. <laughs> Why are they laughing? <laughs> so after making my little tea light candle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a little less wax. <laughs> Some blue lotus tea and packing up a bowl. Oh, I, now listen. I've backed up. No, I haven't packed up a bowl. That was a lie. I've never like, packed up a bowl. When I could not even, I could not even picture you packing a bowl. No, I've never done that. But I've been near people while they talked well, about sure. doing it in the past. Proximity boxing. <laughs> proximity boxing. Proximity packing of bowls. That's right. I sat down to cleanse the space. I was on Is my. Is that couch. how you cleanse spaces? It's probably not actually packing a bowl. I think it's like. Do you think? I think she's. Is that definitely the only? talking about packing a bowl? Is that the only expression? That's not like I'm yeah, packing I've a sage never bowl. Heard, I'm going to pack a, like, I don't think that's like candle terms. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, okay. I love how you have no idea, but you also tried to throw it in there that you have packed a bowl. I, I immediately like, confessed. I have no idea. I immediately confessed. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I sat down to cleanse the space. I was on the couch. Our friend was on the other side of the couch and Pat was in the recliner next to me. I started doing my thing, but felt like something was still missing. My attention went to our TV stand, and like the star the wise men followed, <laughs> there she was, shining as bright as day to me, my Shungai owl. I asked Pat to grab it for me and said, Good, now Nicole can block your energy from this reading, because you're just too much, broski. Nicole? Who's Nicole? Um, I'm not sure yet, but I bet we're going to find out. Okay. Fact. I bought this piece because, one, Nicole loved owls. Hmm. Number two, Shungai is a very protective crystal. Number three, I really liked it. Aw. So I start doing my thing. Cards are coming out and Pat is just amazed. He's never seen me do a reading before. Oh, that's kind of cute. That is cute. At one point during the reading, it felt like someone kind of pushed me forward a bit. Hmm. I told Pat, huh, I wonder if it's one of your uncles or something else. It doesn't feel bad, just there. Hmm. Remember, Pat's got those like uh, pesty... Ghost uncles. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. I tell our friend what I interpreted from the cards. Did he listen to a word I had to say? Of course not, because Mm. he didn't like what I had to say. Uh Uh-oh. Love does crazy things to the human mind and soul. Isn't that the truth? But that's besides the fact. This reading took a lot out of me, and I was just beyond drained. Hmm. After I had showered and grounded myself, Pat sat next to me and said, So you know how you said you were feeling something present for the reading? I know who it was. It was Nicole. Oh, here she comes back in again. Yeah, but she didn't want you to know because she knew how emotional you would get. She was there the whole time comforting her friend and gave you one good pat on the back of encouragement when you were getting lost. Hmm. She believes in you and knows that you're on the right path for helping people. 
Oh, ladies, this left me speechless. Nicole was one of my best friends slash mentors. Mm. She unfortunately passed away four years ago due to cancer. Oh, gosh. She was a counselor for those in need and was one of my biggest cheerleaders. I hadn't told Pat about the shove I felt till after he told me this. Hmm. Once I went to bed, I cried myself to sleep and thanked Nicole for being there for me. Megan, I give you permission to debunk this one. Mm. Nothing you say will hurt me because I know she was there with me. Aww. If you decide to not debunk it, then ha, I win. <laughs> I hope everyone have had a fabulous food coma day. And remember, do something nice for someone. Even if it's just a compliment, you've no idea how much that could make someone's day. Love, Shelby, the lady who always has to get on her dogs or shitty kitty during movie night. <laughs> P.S. Danny, I'm so sorry you had a bad reading. Oh, she did a reading for Danny. Oh. There are a lot. Oh, bad reading in the past. Oh, good. I was like, damn, Shelby and Danny met and then <laughs> Danny had a bad reading. Danny can't have a bad reading. Except now I think maybe she meant David. David. Yeah, I think she meant David too. Unless she gave Danny a reading. Well, so then she says, there are a lot of scammer readers out there. I always oh. tell people I read for, I'm not reading your future. It's just creepy, accurate entertainment. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, right? It's very accurate. It's going to be it creepy. It might be creepy. <laughs> and just it's about your future. <laughs> but it's entertainment. It's yeah, fun. But I love it. I'm enjoying myself greatly. <laughs> PSS, I know we talked about crystals during movie night. But I'm always down to show off my tell me you don't have children without telling me you don't have children collection. Pronouns she, her. Funny. Oh, Shelby. Okay, here's your compliment that I have for you, Shelby. You bring so much joy and fun into everything you do. So like you just, you can be right. I'll give you this one. How about that? <laughs> yeah. You win. You win. No, I just love it, Shelby. Like when you're in movie night and I thought that was hilarious when your um, mic was you weren't on mute and you started yelling at Shitty Kitty. And I was like, what is happening? Somebody's yelling at somebody. And I was like, oh, Shelby's yelling at her animals. Uh, but that was great. That was great entertainment. But I can just imagine you in your shop, you know, just being, you just have a positive energy. And it comes through with all of your um, stories that you send in. And I'm glad that Nicole could be there for you in whichever way you chose to believe that she was there. How's oh. that for a win? Yeah, it is very interesting. Like a backhanded did we know win. it was kind of a backhanded win. I get, I get it. <laughs> do we have we heard in the past? I don't remember if Pat can pick up on paranormal. Like I don't know, like, but it's I like feel Pat like if you're married like, to Shelby, you kind of pick up on something. Yeah, but it's interesting that like I for some reason like Shelby's the one who's like up here believing everything, and in my mind, Pat's always been. I mean, I don't know what Pat. Okay, fine. Are you gonna really make me debunk this? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Shelby did say I could go for it. So I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm sure Pat being her partner knows that that owl was significant because it was bought in memory of Nicole. Okay. He sees her go over and pick up that owl and she makes kind of a big to do about it. It's like, oh, hold on. Like I'm getting this owl. Now we can begin. Yeah. That to me seems like a subliminal message that could be sent to Pat. Like, oh, wow. I'm really feeling Nicole's presence here. During this entire tarot card reading, uh, it's in Pat's head that Nicole is significant in this reading. Okay. Okay. And then um, as far as like her being kind of pushed or nudged yeah. or something like that, you know, she could have kind of lost her balance. She could have um, something physical with her own self, losing her balance or just like a cold chill or something happened. She made some sort of like physical reaction 
Her body jerked in a certain way. But she felt it. Muscle spasm. You could feel all of those things and they could still be visible. Pat sees it and he talks about, like he links that in somehow. Huh. And so then you kind of have, no. and then whether whether Shelby at that point had really tuned into it being a nudge or a push so much as just like a, a shudder of something happened. And then he says those words and it's like, ah, that's what I felt. There it is, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of that. I mean, you really pushed me into it, Aaron. I wasn't going to say all that, but there or it is. She got those chills or that that feeling because there was something there. Well, sure. You can believe really that. doing that. I know I do. <laughs> uh, but it's a great story, Shelby. And I'm, oh, I know what my question was. I keep forgetting to ask it. My question is, are there some tarot card readers who don't need to use the little book? Oh, I have no idea. I I think so. She did not use her book very often for me when okay. she gave me a so reading. So if they do, if they don't do that, is it that they have memorized what each card means, or is it like like a true like? I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say that you and I weren't true, Aaron. I'm not trying <laughs> so to that like we are very much are saying that. Know. Okay, so like, like the a real, cards are talking to them. A real tarot card reader like can actually have the cards say something to them? And are those cards always saying the same thing? Like, is the, that one card that always looks like a naked lady? <laughs> I, I don't know which again. card that is, but, you know, that we, actually our tarot cards had a lot of yeah, naked Yeah, I'm like, they're all naked. <laughs> okay, but like the one that, you know, I don't know, whatever they're doing, like they're in the grass walking a certain way. Is that card always, does it always mean the same thing? Or is it like when I pull it out and I feel this person's energy, all of a sudden the meaning of the card changes because it's speaking to me? Um, I could be a thousand times wrong. Okay. But my interpretation is that the cards always have the same general meaning. Okay. And if people don't have to read the book, it's because they have done this so many times that they know the, the okay. deck. Okay. They know what everything means, mm-hmm. but that the person's energy is mm-hmm. what is kind of pulling that card forward. Mm. that's what's that's where that mm. reading is coming from because it's like you need to see this card right now mm. and then they're gonna the person who's giving you the reading is going to help you interpret the meaning mm-hmm. that's already connected to that card mm-hmm. that is what i think but i could like i said be okay. wrong interesting uh do they know do people who read tarot cards have they ever heard of ratios like how <laughs> like how often what is that called? is that called ratios what is that um like a statistics, statistics, like how many times you're going to pull out that same card, the probability of that happening or I don't know. It's just interesting. Remember Science that one lady who wanted to buy her card from me? Yeah. You should have let her do that. No. Cause then we I wouldn't have, have had, wouldn't have had that card in my deck anymore. Well, she was yeah. like, I'll buy it. I'm like, that was the last time we ever played with those what cards. What if that card means something to somebody else and I need it for them? No. See, that's where I'm like, do it. <laughs> Cause then that person just, you know, what if that card meant something bad to someone else? Great story, Shelby. Yes, thank you, Shelby. Okay, it's your turn. Tonight's story is from the lovely Miss Brittany. Yay, Brittany. And we've got another one coming up from Brittany. That's Christmas. Oh, that's the Christmas one. Brittany, keep them coming. Mm-hmm. I, I always love when Brittany writes in because she's the one who's like, I feel like Brittany is going to be the one who ends up getting uh, my skeptical sister night happening she's the one who like inspired oh, that yeah. camp night yeah that we were supposed to make happen and we didn't and we oh. didn't but i feel like Brittany is just the type <laughs> the of leader story who of life. <laughs> organize it. yeah yeah if you could organize it, that'd be great Brittany. because <laughs> here's what we like to do we like oh that'd be so fun we yeah. dream about it for a minute it's almost like we've done it so yeah. we're like that was great boy that was fun <laughs> little effort 
great fantasy, and we're spent. <laughs> okay, sounds very familiar. <laughs> okay. I've got a good one for you gals. This story took place a few nights ago. Ooh, those are always fun. Yeah, new one. In one of Cleveland's most haunted bars, the Flatiron Cafe. Ooh. History first, of course. The Flatiron Cafe, or FIC, is located in an area of Cleveland known as the Flats. Located on the east bank of where the Cuyahoga River meets Lake Erie, the Flats have been a working industrial and commercial district since the city began. With its gritty feel, iron bridges, and historical waterfront buildings, it's easy to feel like you are walking in 100 years of blue-collar working footprints. The FIC occupies the first and second floors of what used to be a four-story boarding house, largely serving the Irish immigrant population. Unfortunately, a fire in the 1900s claimed the top floors and only the bar remains. Mm, man. Not surprising, the FIC, remember that short for Flat Iron Cafe, uh-huh. has more than one legend of ghostly inhabitants. But remember, I said it was an Irish bar. In addition to the ghosts, there are cultural beliefs that have seeped into its foundation as much a part of the FI's character as its real history. Yes, I use quote, air quotes there. <laughs> it's okay. I've can. been told they can hear it. Uh-huh. Danny can hear it. I imagine everybody else can. In Ireland, the fair folk are just as likely to be the cause of paranormal activity as ghosts. One of these quirkier, unexplained acts of FI involves dimes. Mysterious piles of dimes. Oh, wait. I need you to stop. I moved a dime off of your seat right before I was, when I was setting this back room up. I'm not kidding. It's probably, it's right there. Do you see it? I do. It was on your spot. And I was like, oh, that's weird. There's a dime. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm just laughing because to me, that's not weird at all. You're not, you don't think that's weird at all? No, I feel like that's just a coincidence. Oh. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like Jody. I feel like if Jody uh, actually listened, <laughs> <laughs> our manager, <laughs> oh, I love her. She'll be like, "I just ADHD. I cannot listen to you all." <laughs> I get it, girl. I get it. We're all over the board. Uh, anyway, but if she actually listened, she, that would freak her out. Like it that's freaks insane. me out. It's going to freak other people out. That is nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, if that's freaking you out, I'm looking at the dime right now that was on a couch where people sit and change falls out of pockets all the time on couches. But Okay. One dime. <clears throat> nothing else. Case. Okay. And it's only one dime. It's not a pile. Now, if there had been a pile of like little stacked up dimes. Whatever. One dime is weird enough. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this is about a pile of dimes, but here we all go. All right. Sure. Uh, I really thought you were going to stop me and say, like, I've already read the story or something else. <laughs> no. Mysterious piles of dimes, only dimes and no other coins are found in odd places without explanation. Like the floor of the restroom after it's already been cleaned. As an amateur enthusiast of Cleveland's haunted watering holes, I've always found this particular trait of FIC's legend endearing. My family, particularly my youngest son, Oliver, shares my mysterious fascinations. So when I met them there after work last Tuesday, I walked into an already engaging conversation about ghosts with the server. She was totally Team Aaron, sharing her stories <laughs> about visiting the Stanley Hotel and Mansfield Reformatory. We happily talked about ghosts and dimes. Even my husband shared his recollections regarding the association of dimes with messages from beyond. Mm. Uh, you would have been right up in that conversation. I am totally... I found a dime on my couch one I time. I am still shocked... <laughs> Right before we recorded, Megan, 
like I was setting up to record. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So frustrating. (laughs) We had gotten a late start that night and we soon found ourselves the only table left. Seeing the opportunity, Oliver asked if he could look around a bit for dime pile treasures. Getting into the spirit, we all agreed to leave whatever change we had to... Okay. So see, this is an explanation. We all decided to leave whatever change we had in tribute of FIC's history and legends. And I said out loud something like, we definitely have to leave all the dimes we have. Now, I knew I would have slim pickings. The day before, I took the RTA home, public transit, digging all the way down to the liner to scrounge up 50 cents. Even then, I still had to borrow a nickel from my coworker, leaving pennies the only coins remaining at the bottom of my purse and wallet. Women everywhere know the purse works in mysterious ways. <laughs> so I still gave it another search, just as the previous 12 times I dug through it the day before. All I had were five pennies, five to be exact. Though they be meek offerings, they were all shiny, bright pennies. While mentioning that fact out loud to no one in particular, one slipped through my fingers and fell. I looked down to the floor to find it and didn't see it anywhere. Unconcerned, I was leaving them behind anyways, I added the very last coin in my possession, a lone wallet penny, to the remaining four clenched in my fist. Since my attention had been focused on finding the one that fell, I hadn't really looked at the coins in my hand until I opened my fist again to place them around the bar. I had four shiny copper coins and one bright silver dime. Oh. It was like a ghostly leave a penny, take a dime. Because remember, she had only pennies in her hand. Right. Dropped a penny, didn't pay, then was like, oh gosh, and then opened her hand and there was a dime and three other pennies. And she had said it out loud, like put that energy Mm -hmm. out there. I don't have any dimes. And they're like, yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Somehow turning the one that I dropped into a dime. The coin I'd been seeking in the first place. I know it won't be enough to convince Megan. Oh, Brittany. You're right. It won't. (laughs) I love that you love me. I love that you know me. I don't know if you love me. That was very presumptuous. (laughs) I love you, Brittany. But okay. Despite the fact that I had to borrow a nickel the night before because I literally used every last silver coin I had or the fact that the dime in my hand was bright and untarnished, standing out like a sore thumb amongst the pennies, or that the server saw the whole thing transpire and simply nodded in recognition, telling us the same kind of thing happens to her all the time. Sure, I could be going senile and looked right at the dime over and over, somehow convincing myself it was just a penny. Yet, something else happened later that same night when we returned home that seems to strengthen the unexplained nature of the event. Ooh, I love that sentence. I know. Brittany is such an author. I know. This story is long enough, so I won't go into detail. No! I know, right? But let's just say that another coin very pointedly appeared in a way that defied logic. Huh, we need that yeah, story, I Brittany. Yeah, I want that little extra bit. Yes, we really feel like that would have driven it home. I'd <laughs> that really like would have been write. what makes her believe. That would. That's it. That's why I don't believe. I hope you all enjoyed this little paranormal snippet of my life and had a wonderful Thanksgiving with friends and family. Until next time. Oh, Brittany, a little tease. What happened <laughs> at the end there? Um, if that really works, that would be like the best but slowest long con. Like, right? You go with pennies. You <laughs> speak out into the <laughs> environment. I, I only have dimes. pennies, and then it, they'll just keep turning to dimes every time you look. 
I go there every day. It's slow. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you could probably get a beer while you wait. I mean, I think pennies would add up eventually if you yeah. want enough. Especially if they're dimes by the time oh, you leave. Oh, yeah, I meant dimes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I don't think you're going senile, Brittany. I think that you don't have to go senile to just not notice what's already there. Except that she was actively looking for a dime. Yeah, and her brain was actively telling her that there wasn't one there. So she was like, there's no way that there can be one. But really, there is a chance there can be one. Yeah. Did you see that gif I I posted of you earlier today? Reaching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. You're so funny. Oh, it made me laugh a lot. I'm not reaching. I'm saying that I think it is possible that there could have been a dime in her purse. And it is possible she could have pulled it out. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But you can't explain that dime. That I cannot believe you don't think that dime underneath one of the pennies, I, and she felt another coin. She, hold on, okay. Listen, now I'm in it. So, like, let's say she pulls out some coins out of her purse. She uh-huh. knows they're pennies. Okay. She opens her hand. She can. She felt like when she grabbed them, like just her mind caught counted how many there were. Yeah. She opens her hand. One is like just the bare little tiny edge is underneath, and so it's underneath a penny. But she can't really see it fully. One of those pennies drops out of her hand. She closes her hand, tries to look for the penny, opens her hand back up, and now that dime has slid from underneath the penny. Okay, well, (laughs) even if all of that did happen, Mm -hmm. the fact that this night started with me setting up this room, Mm -hmm. I pulled the blanket up. So uh-huh. that I could seal my soft blanket for my chair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did do that. It uh-huh. was where you were sitting, but it's so soft. I wanted it in my chair. Uh, yes, I know. Because so you're very selfish. Yes, I picked it up <laughs> and I moved it over here. And then I was like, oh, look, there's a dime. That's weird. Picked it up. I put it on that table. And then you read a story about dimes popping up. I just think it's so funny that you would think finding a dime on your couch is weird. Your daughter was sitting on this couch with her boyfriend last night. Either one of them could have had a dime in their pocket. Dropped out onto the couch. I'm pretty sure Sophie was wearing oh, those little go. pants you knew with exactly no pockets. What was in their pockets? I, no, actually, you know what? You know what? They oh. were both wearing pajamas, which I thought was oh weird. Oh my gosh, that is a little risque. I, but like, they were very cozy pajamas. Uh, but pajamas can have pockets. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, the fact that there was a dime there is interesting, okay. and you are the only person who doesn't think so. Hmm, I bet Stephanie's right here with me. <sighs> Shit, I was thinking <laughs> Stephanie right when I said that. I was like, I bet also Stephanie. <laughs> yep, she's right here next to me going, but yeah, girl. Everybody else is like, shut up. Uh, okay, okay. I don't know about everybody, but okay. I'd say 78%. Whitney, I know Whitney's going, oh my, yeah. I could name off Whitney, the people. you call me. You call me and you tell me that wasn't special. <laughs> Whitney will call you. Whitney will I would call love, you a lot of things. <laughs> I would love it. Call me. Tell me that was no big deal. And mm-hmm. tell me with a straight face. Don't you dare smile when you oh, say Oh, she it. won't, but she'll make you laugh. I'll tell you that. <sighs> Whitney. All right. Okay, well, I think it's time to wrap this sucker up. Oh, That's yeah, what he you're said. getting pissed. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'm not getting pissed. That was amazing. Mm, okay. That was amazing. It was amazing. The dime. Was amazing. Oh, the, the dime. dime. I was like, the whole th- this whole night has been amazing. The whole night has been great. The dime was incredible. Okay. Yes. I'm so glad I went first so we could end on the dime. Yep. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We got some great stories tonight, and we need those to keep coming, so bring them on. Absolutely. Um, if you would like to write in your story, you can write in directly at myskepticalsister at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at www.myskepticalsister.com. 
where you can write in, you can find our P.O. box, you can find out about merch. Here's a little, I'm going to drop it, a little information. Mm. Mm. I have briefly talked to one of our Patreons who uh, might work at a shirt company. So oh, um, hey, hey, hey. I figure I'm going to wait till after the holidays where it settles down a little bit. Good and idea. then we'll, uh, I'll talk to her. I don't yeah. want to throw her name out there because I want y'all bugging her before right. I get a chance. <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll get on the works there. So I'm sure she's listening and <laughs> I'm going to contact you after the holidays. Nice. Uh, so anyways, maybe that'll happen. And you can also become a Patreon directly through our website. Just it'll link you to our Patreon page where you can do $3 a month, gets you bonus content, gets you a magnet, gets you a sticker. It also might get you a holiday card coming out soon nice. with oh, that's uh, so cute, you my all. original artwork, <laughs> my is. original but inspired by pictures on Etsy that I kind of put together. Oh, but they're adorable. <laughs> I got inspo, but whatever. <laughs> I put it all together myself. Uh, I was supposed to be planning for something important for my work, and I didn't. I did that instead. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. Everything got finished. And you get all that for $3 a month, or you can join our movie nights and get all that for $5 a month. And go. if you join our $5 tier in the next three days by December 6th, then on December 7th, I will be drawing our lucky winners of the earrings from our Patreons that Steph made. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple and Spotify and anywhere you can where you listen. Please tell your friends about us, tell your family about us, and, you know, get our word out there. You can follow our socials on Facebook, on TikTok, and on Instagram, and you can write a review. That's a really helpful way to support our podcast. Thank you guys so much. We love you all. A pretty girl and an honest one, a cold pint and another one. No matter how many rooms you have in your house, you're only able to sleep in one bed. May your home always be too small to hold all your friends. Good night. <laughs> it's Irish, Aaron, for the bar. Okay, good night. La, 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 la. Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. It's the speaker's a Hold on, hold on. Don't, Ellie. Ellie. Quit. Ellie. You're not supposed to lick that. It's like a big, round, like, raw nipple. Oh, golly. That just made my nipples hurt <laughs> no, when you said it? that. My shungite? Shungite? Do you think that's what that means? I don't know, but mine always shines at me. Golly, I'm so close. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she wishes she said. It was like, well, I was so oh, close. True. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> Boarding house. Now listen, Brittany is such a good author, but I love this typo. <laughs> Brittany says, what used to be a four-story boarding horse... Largely serving the Irish immigrant population. I really feel like she meant house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something tells me. Unless it was a very serviceful horse. Uh, well, and a four-story. Like, good Lord, that's <laughs> a huge, huge service horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but let's read it like she meant it. Okay. Ghosts. One of these quirkier, unexplained... Sort of sounded like he says, as goats. I said goats? Nope, you said ghosts, but it sounded just a little bit like goats. Oh, okay. As ghosts. Maybe I just can't say that word. <laughs> you say it weird tonight. <laughs> Have I never said ghosts, plural? Oh, hold on. As goats. Imagine my shock when instead of five, I had four shiny copper pennies. I just made her story untrue. <laughs> Sorry, let me try that again. Are they and I be like dimes. And, yeah, they're gonna be dimes, I think. And I like, <laughs> like ruined the whole thing. It's not 
crying at all. Okay. We're like literally literally actively ruining her story. Now we know. When you can't debunk a story, you just change it. Just change it. Change it to fit my own agenda. Oh, so sorry, Brittany. Okay, let me try to read that again. Oh, man. Pajamas can have. I don't know what just happened right there. <laughs> it's very popcorn-like. Oh, man. It's a lot of like really aggressive pee work. <laughs> I hate an aggressive pee. No, me too. Especially if you don't see it coming. Uh, okay. okay, well, that was your Irish accent. Uh, stop. Stop. <laughs>